Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we continue our series entitled A Race in the Gospel. And um, we're going to continue around this baptismal theme and this idea of identity in this episode. And in, in the last episode, I said uh, the metaphor for baptism used in Galatians 3 is a clothing metaphor or dressing up metaphor. And clothing has two functions protection and covering, and it declares identity. And uh, um, I mentioned sort of traditional cultures, but, but the truth is, you know, we, we sort of identify uh, who we are by how we dress uh, now, you know. Um, I mean, it's it's amazing how, you know, I, my wife and I got to, and our daughters got to travel to England a few weeks ago, and everyone dresses just like over there. There's like a world culture, and it's like there's the youth way of dressing, there's the middle-aged way of dressing, there's the I'm a working class person way to dress. I'm a professional way to dress. There's identities in our dressing. It's just inevitable. And so, so I made the case that that our baptism is where our primary identity comes. We don't lose our secondary identities. And I think this is really important in any conversation about race. Sometimes you hear people say, hey, my goal is to be colorblind. But I don't think that's the right goal. Um, it, it might be, in the American context, a sort of a, a misunderstanding of, of that amazing and great speech by Dr. Martin Luther King, where he ha- talked about his dream. And he said, you know, I dream of the day when people are judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. I think that's right, that we don't make judgments based on that. But that's different than saying I'm colorblind. And the reason you don't want to say that is our secondary stories still matter. And, and God in his providence um, put us in those stories. And when you look ahead to Revelation and the pictures of the heavenly places, it talks about people from every tribe, tongue, and nation gathered around the throne. And you don't get the sense that people lose all those identities and become this sort of plain, sort of, you know, everyone dresses the same, they're regimented, this sort of collectivist vision in heaven all the uniqueness and difference of cultures are still there and they're celebrated and they're beautiful because my my take is this i think every culture because it's an expression of humanity every culture both reflects the image of god and reflects our sinfulness so you can look at any culture and you can see the darkness and brokenness in it and you can look at any culture and see the where the image of god is celebrated in it and usually you know Cultures have pieces of the image, and they tend to take it out of balance, and that out of balance often is what leads to the brokenness and darkness. That's another story. Not going to dive deep into that. But there's always something beautiful that in God's providence grows up in a culture. And so I think about you know African-American friends I have. They don't want me to be colorblind. They want me to know them and who they are and the uniqueness of their experience in their culture, and I think in two ways. One is, you know, the things that are really, really neat and cool you can learn from, and to be um, empathetic to the challenges, especially in North America growing up in that particular culture. And they don't want me to pretend I'm not a white guy who grew up in white culture. I know that's, I hope that doesn't sound like a clunky way to say that, but I think it's true, you know, because of the our, our history and, and a lot of it because of evil, different cultures are broken up. Hopefully, by God's grace, more and more in the church, in our culture, there can be bridges and crossover in affirming and experiencing and enjoying these cultures together, you know, and I, I think that's happening. Praise God for that. But 
But that's still part of who I am, and I need to be seen, and I need to be affirmed. We all need that. And we have our own family stories, our own unique kind of things we bring to the table, not just the culture we grew up in, but like our heritage, and they're part of who we are, and, and we can celebrate those things, and we want to be seen for who we are. So the the challenge or the call for us is to make our baptismal identity first, and that defines how we come together, and then our other identity second. <clears throat> a week and a half ago, I had the privilege of being at Church of the Holy Trinity, Brompton, which is a parish in uh, in uh, London, and it's an Anglican church. Although their worship's pretty, uh, they don't wear vestments, not much liturgy, uh, um, pretty contemporary and stuff. But it's God's doing a great work there. It's where the Alpha Course was birthed, and um, you know it's one of the few churches in the Church of England in London that's that's busting at the seams. And there are a lot of things going on there, but I was so struck by the beautiful diversity of the church. There were both English people that had grown up in England who were Caucasian, uh, English, you know, African English, is that how you say it? Black folks, let's just say that. Asian folks that, that were English people that grew up in English culture, but diversity there. And then people from other nations represented all together worshiping, experience, it was on the day of Pentecost, it was on Pentecost Sunday, experiencing the, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's fascinating, you know, just as an interesting tidbit, the one tradition of the church around the world that's known that you can measure has the most diversity, congregation to congregation, are Pentecostals and Charismatics. I think part of that is, is the day of Pentecost shows is the Holy Spirit is all about birthing diversity and bringing together different different peoples, and when churches are open to His work, I think that often can happen. That's an aside, just a thought tidbit. But my main point is, it was so beautiful to see that, and you didn't get a sense that people, you know, people were who they were, and um, and um, they were people that just you know regular old European English people, and there were people who weren't, and they were together in the Lord, and they dress differently, and it was just beautiful. I'll stop on that. But I think that's the vision. The vision is our baptism is primary, and then our other identities are not denied. We're not blind to them. We see each other. We welcome each other. We affirm each other, and we grow together in Jesus Christ. God bless, and have a great day.